started because we're late already. Okay, ha new perek. Um, so a woman who got property and this property came into her possession prior to the betrothal. And then, of course, she got engaged. So both There's no problem with her. She has full control and rights to do whatever she pleases with that property. She does not need to keep it, even though at this point she's betrothed. And if she sells it, it's going to clearly affect the marriage. I mean, the, the husband, the husband surely would want her to keep that property. But she says, no, I'd like, like, I'll sell this property and I'll go on a nice vacation, uh, you know, uh, whatever, go tour, go around the world. And, um, and he's like, uh, but he has no say. That's the idea. Now, what, however, if the property came to her possession after the betrothal, that's where there's a dispute. Beishami says, doesn't change. She still has full rights over it, and she can definitely sell it. Not a problem. She should not sell it, because we look at it kind of that it's like it came to her possession while she was already betrothed, and it is, um, and it's like sort of like the merit of the husband uh, is involved in that, and it's not it's not really right for her to sell it. However, both of them will agree. If she did sell it without asking questions, uh, you know, like so, even Basilel is agreeing the kayam, the sales valid, the sales non reversible, and again, this is all in the period of time during the betrothal. Um, Rav Yudah says, Look, he has, the, he, it's, his, it's his wife, she's his betrothed, so why shouldn't he get the Nechasim as well? So, um, so he turned back, what do you mean? We're embarrassed for the new stuff. That uh, again, after the marriage, after the consummated marriage, that she cannot sell it. It's embarrassing that she should not be able to sell what's genuinely her property. You want this also to be not a good sale. So, anyway, that's again all that happened at the period of time during the Erisin. He says, if however, property came into her possession post consummated marriage, so then both of them will agree, that if she does sell it, the father, the husband has a right to go to the buyer and say, I'm sorry, but this sale is the invalid sale. She had no business selling this property. Um, we are married, and I have the rights to these properties during her lifetime, um, and I can take it back. What if it was... Um, uh, came to her possession before the betrothal, meaning during the uh, Erosin, and then they got married, and then they consummated the marriage, they did an Esuin. So what happens then? Rabbi Kamliel, Rabbi Kamliel says, If she sells it, it's a good sale. Because it, it was hers from before. Um, and Amr Abchanina Barakavia, Amr Lefnei Rab Gamil, they told Rab Gamil over here, hold the Zach Bisha, he's in the Suin over here, and he has and he has all the rights of his wife. Lo Yiska bin Achasim, shouldn't he have the rights over her property as well? 
on things that came into come into her possession after the nisuin, I'm embarrassed that she that he can reverse such a sale. You want the old stuff also to be not a good sale? Now, Reb Shimon Cholek, Reb Shimon makes a distinction between um, the various the various types of nechasim that are there. Uh, there's nechasim how you doing lebal. Uh, if it's something that is known to the husband, known property, low timkar, you can't sell. And if you sell it, it's negated. If it's something that's not known, low timkar, she shouldn't sell it. Ideally, she should not sell it. But if she does, Vinaslan gives it, gifts it away, Kayim, it's considered valid. Okay. So that's the idea. So again, so first step is this. The question is, is that the first case where she um, owned it prior to the betrothal, then she got betrothed, everybody agrees that it's free to sell. And yet, afterwards, we seem to say that uh, it falls into her domain. After the betrothal, there's a dispute. What's the difference? Who cares when it comes into her domain? That's really the question. Before the swing. You know, before, this is all during the Erison. Nobody argues... If it came before her erison and then the, she got betrothed, she has a right, a free right, free reign to sell it and gift it as she pleases. If it came into her possession after the betrothal, and now she wants to sell it during the betrothed period, it's a machlokas. What what you could do? What's the what's the difference? Who cares when it came into her domain? That's the question. So in the Reisha, it came while well, out of totally her merit, it came into her rights. She wasn't even married, and therefore she has full control. Seifa bizchuso naflo in the seifa, it's his merit. After all, he's already betrothed, and it's like his good luck, that the good fortune that she that it came into her possession during this betrothed time. So the Gemara says, Wait, "What do you mean? It's his merit." In bizchuso naflo, if it's his merit, why would her bidyevet be a good sale? Everybody agrees in that case during the betrothal, even though it came into possession during the betrothed period, that she has uh, um, that she could sell it. So my kind, why is that? Um, why is the sale a, a good sale? If it's his merit, the sale shouldn't be a good sale either. So Ella, rather reisha vade b'schusa naflu seifa and the seifa emer b'schusa emer b'schuso. Maybe it's her merit. Maybe it's his merit, and therefore lechatchilu lo timkar. Meaning, you don't know whose merit it is. Maybe it's hers, maybe it's his. Therefore, I, from the outset, you shouldn't sell it. In Machra, Venasna, but if you do, Kayim, it's still a valid sale. That's the logic of um, um, why it changes. Okay. Amar, Rav Yudah, Amr Lefnei, Rabbi Gamaliel. So Rav Yudah says that it was set over in front of Rabbi Gamaliel. So the Shaila is, which case is, um, is, are the people, are the students tell, talking to Rabbi Gamaliel and having issue with? Is it going on the lechatchila lo timker case? Oh, the uh, the It's on the bidi eved case. Um, which case is it? Is he bothered by? Meaning, are they asking why are she, is she allowed to sell lechatchila according to beishamai? Because um, and that and that's what they're asking on. Or why is it bidi eved a good sale according to beisilov? Two ways you could ask that. What their question was on Rabbi Gamliel. So that's the question. Basically, are they asking in Beisham's opinion or are they asking in Beisham's opinion? 
So Tashma Kamri approved to Tanya. Amr Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yudah says, Amr Lefnei Rabbi Gamliel, they say before Rabbi Gamliel, Ho vizu ishto, vizu ishto. After all, um, this is his um, um, uh, wife, when she's a Nesua. And zu ishto, and Arus is also a wife in a sense. I mean, she's still his wife, even if it has not been consummated. Zu machrabato, when she's full on. So in other words, what we're seeing in the Bryce here is a more you know, fleshed out conversation between the students and Rabbi Gamliel. So their argument is this, Nisua is a wife, and, and Arusa is a wife. Zu makrabato, by the Nisua, the sale is negated. Avzu makrabato, so the same should be, by the betrothal as well, the sale should be negated, should be undone. Amar lahen, so he told them, al boshim, um, now what is it, we're, we're embarrassed that by the, that halacha of Nesua is really um, embarrassing. Well, we, we, you know, it's her property, and she can't, she can't do with it as she pleases. That's a, a, and yeah, now you want to say that also by the betrothal as well? Shemamina, the Evid Kamar, is clearly going in the Bidi Evid case, because they're saying, why is the sale not negated? So they're asking in the Bidi Evid stance, Shemamina, the Evid Kamar, that was a Shemamina that's very clear where, the, where their line of questioning was. Now, Tanya, we learned in the Bryson, Rabchanin, and Menekavya, a whole different discussion. Lo kach yeshivan de Rabbi Gamliel, that's not what Rabbi Gamliel argued back to the Chachamim. Lo kach yeshivan. Rather, he said something more basic. Lo imimartem b'nesuah. There's a huge difference between a Nesuah and an Arusa. Lo imimartem b'nesuah shekein baila zakai b'mitziasa he has all these new rights. If she finds something, he gets it. If she earns something, he gets the earnings. He has a right to nullify her vows. He's none of those rights during the betrothal period. So therefore, it does make sense. It makes a lot of sense that he shouldn't have a right to control the sale, basically, or to undo the sale. So that's the point. Um, and in other words, there's more of a basic answer. Okay. Amrlo Rabbi Machrala Achalonisis that you mean Machra Achalonisis that answers if you if she tries selling it before the the consummated marriage. Nisis Vakach Machra, what if she got married and then the consummated marriage and then she tries selling it Mahu? Why then is it a good sale? Samrlo Absum Omakharasvinosenas Vakaim. Same same Allah. Um, so, meaning that she she can sell it freely and it's a good sale um, since it was hers from before. But what about all the arguments he said? He has the rights to the woman. Shouldn't he have the rights over her property as well? Once you consummate the marriage, it should come into his control. Things that come into her possession now as the Nesua, we're embarrassed that he has control over. What was hers from before the consummated marriage? So the Gemara says, wait a second. There's a bit of a contradiction between the Brisa and here. Because in the Brisa, we just quoted, it's not a bidi that if she sells it, then it's a good sale. She has free reign to sell it. And here, in our Mishnah, Rabbi Gamliel says, if she sells it, or gifts it, it's a good gifting, a good sale. 
So Amar Avzvid, you're right. Amend the Mishnah to reflect what it says in the Brisa. She has free reign to sell it. It's not only Bidiyavid. Okay? Um, Rab Papa Amar, no, Lokasha, Harab Yehuda, Alib Durham Kamliel, Harab Khanina Ben Akavi, Alib Durham Kamliel. There's two versions in Rab Kamliel's opinion. There's Rab Yehuda's version. One second, I'm just going to. They, there's a time limit on the... 45 minutes. Yeah, right. So, uh... Okay. Um, um, Rab Hanina ben Akavya Ali Bedarum Gamliel. Okay? Um, the, um, uh, so, so Rab Hanina ben Akavya... Uh, so the Gemara says, wait a second. Rab Hanina ben Akavya ki Beishamai? He holds like Beishamai? Because that's basically what we understand as Beishamai's opinion, that she's free to sell it. So Gemara says, Rav Chanina Ben Akavi's version is that there's not a machlok between Beishamai and Silo. They all agree on that. Okay. So, um, so, Rav, so what's the bottom line? Rav Shemotam Ritavari, both of them say, whether she had possession prior to the betrothal. Or she got it after the betrothal. Vini says, and now she's consummated the marriage. So it doesn't matter when she got it. If she's already in Nesua now, the husband has full rights and is motz miyada l'kuchos. So who is that like? It's not like either one, neither Rabbi Yudah nor Rabbi Chanina ben Akavya, they say they're disagreeing basically with Rabbi Gamliel's premise. They say once there's a Nesua, they agree with the Chachamim. Then he has then the part of the consummating condition of the marriage gives him full control even what she owned from before. Okay, so the answer is you're right. Inu da'amri karabaseinu they hold like the rabbis. Detanya rabaseinu chazru v'nimnu they went over this and they said ben shenaf la shalot tzaris ben shenaf la mishinis arsa v'nises once now that it's a nisuan habal motz mi'anal kuchos. Now, if the property, but however, nobody disagrees, Mishani says, if she gets property after the Nisuin, then for sure, the husband has control, and if she sells it, he can undo the sale. Now, Lema Tanina, is our Mishnah saying, expressing the idea, the established, the, the, that happened in Usha. What happened in Usha? The woman sells her property that she brought into the marriage <coughs> during the lifetime of her husband and then she dies so we're basically expressing what that the husband has a right to take, take away um, the sale if, if she predeceases him so Gemara says no it's a very different concept our mission is saying yes my wife might have sold it to you but I'm really sorry I have rights over the peros right now. She had no right to sell it. And I can and what our mission is saying is that I get it back for now. If I die, you know, if you know, then the sale will be valid afterwards. But right now, I have I, during my lifetime I have rights over the Paris and she had no right to sell it basically. And during her well, as long as she's alive, um, and uh, for Paris I'm allowed to keep it. Takanasusha uh, al is talking about the actual land itself, not the peros, and lachermisa, and it's relevant for even after, for the after the death, after she dies, he gets it. 
Okay, it's a different. It's a different. In other words, the Tikkun Sushi is talking about a totally different thing than what our mission is talking about. Now, Rav Shimon Cholik Ben We mentioned that Rav Shimon distinguishes between the various properties. Okay, if it's known or not known. What What does it mean? Known. What does it mean? Not known. Known to the husband, he has control over. Not known, he has no control. What does that mean? Elohim Yidun Ve'Elohim Chayin and Yidun. Am Rav Yosef Rav Chanina Yidun Mikarkoi. That means land, real estate. That's something that's. Known, okay. Usually, you have a you know, there's an awareness of it, and Shane Yudun Metatlin is portable stuff, you know. So she has, you know, valuables that are a, a, a chattel, whatever you call it, whatever that, you know, he wouldn't know necessarily that she has a you know uh, expensive coin collection, okay. So she could sell it. That's also Yudun. It's not here. She's sitting over here and she gets property, she gets um, um, uh, uh, valuables somewhere overseas. Uh, that's not known. Tanya Dami Haki, the Bar says so as well. Again, it's, it's, if it's here in the, in, in the vicinity where she is, he would have known about it. Something that came to her possession outside of where they're living, you know, she has a rich uncle, you know, lives in Hawaii and, and left, her, left her valuable, left her, you know, some, you know, some jewelry. That's something that's not known. That's what it means here. That's not known. Okay, um, but uh, that's the distinction of what it is. Anyway, that's the stopping point, and we'll stop over here.